Adventures of the Podcast Dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast with Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan Danley. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to yet another goddamn horror podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Brian Danley coming to you from uh, a sunny, like, 74-degree day. I know that because I now have a smartwatch because I got some for my health. Oh. And, um, <laughs> well, yeah. um, you know, but, like, it, like, like I'm, I'm taking care of myself. So I have I'm a, happy that's I'm good. Happy that's good. a monitor and stuff like that. So that's great. Yeah. I used to just judge my week and how many, uh, you know, roast beef sandwiches I had. Like if this was a <laughs> seven roast beef sandwich week, it was uh, healthy. You know what I mean? That but was if a roast it was beef like anything, anything over 14. Anyways, uh, how's Brooklyn, y'all? It's good on this side. It's over in, uh, over in Bushwick. It's, uh, it was nice today. It was a good day today. Like yeah. I, uh, I had to, I actually I had to work, I had to work in the financial district today and I thought it was mm. going to be dog shit because it's a financial district. Um, but no, it was actually, it was, uh, it was a good day today. Good day overall. It was pretty nice out. I was out all day, uh, walking around listening to ska because mm. <laughs> it's the summer of ska. Guys, I, I decided, yeah. I decided yeah, Ryan was... just sprung it on us last I, week. I decided that it's the summer of ska. That's just that's just it. It's just going to be upbeat. So, yeah, I famously kind of hate I don't hate Scott, but I've always kind of been like not I'm just not into it. And then Ryan pointed out a lot of the stuff I listen to has a lot of influence. I was like, yeah, I know. I like some stuff like I like Op Ivy. But so now I'm going to actually try <clears throat> to listen to some Scott and get into it. And just real quick, the thing you sent me, Jaya the Cat. Mm, it, it wasn't really it was too like bostonian and like mm-hmm. it had like oi shit to it that i just didn't mm. but sonic boom six fuck yes yeah but you know fuck why yes because because they're from manchester and manchester yes. and manchester <laughs> is just shit. i mean it seriously it's just, all, it's no, just the it home British, of everything it was all over the place and it was fucking yep. great i yep. love that so yeah. listen i just want to interject here i'm happy that you guys are doing the summer of Sp- ska because i can just go fuck myself so yeah, like exactly. that's exactly. that's great. Like I I, I I already fired you off the podcast last week. But we'll talk about <laughs> okay, that later. Cool, cool, cool. Anyways, good, um, good. um um Graham, do you uh, want to yes. introduce our really wicked rad guests? I do. Today, uh, we have Sophia Cassiola and Michael J. Epstein, who are the directors and I believe producers and everything. They created this project called Once in Future Smash, and another movie called End Zone Two. And immediately that <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, shit, what is this about? I love that kind of thing. And I'll get into that later. But I ended up watching this because th- I was like, I, I, yeah. So I ended up watching this. I fucking loved it. And then I sent it to you guys. And it's fucking hysterical. And it's wonderful. And thank you both so much for being here and, uh, and giving us a glimpse of your, your whole movie and, uh, and, and everything. And. And tell us a little bit about yourselves, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. Uh, just to interject on the summer, Scott, did you see Renfield? 
I haven't actually. Oh, there's some Scott and Renfield. There is. There is. Taking it a lot further, honestly. Okay, cool. Acceptable ska. I will give it that. That was acceptable ska. Do you guys like real quick? Do you like ska at all? I'm with you. I like never could get into that whole upbeat thing. Like, like I like the Clash, but I don't like ska. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up I grew up uh, really liking the two tone stuff and then mm -hmm. I love Op Ivy and and kind of that era stuff as well. Sure. Um, I started to to kind of trail off on the on the mustard plug less yeah. than Jake end of things when it got you sure. know real big fish. Though I've seen you know I saw all those bands on Warp Tour in the in the nineties yep. or whatever. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah no I, I I don't know. There's a lot of different ska could be a lot of different it's things true. to a lot of different people. It yeah. is yeah. All right, cool. Uh, anyway, yes. on to the awesome. <laughs> I had to but yeah, no, 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 please. Yeah. I'll talk. I'll talk about Scott. I'm. I'm he actually. Will. He will. So I'm actually over here. Like, Scott. like when you said Scott can be a lot of different things. Like I was about to launch into an hour long conversation about no. that. When you said that you like the Clash, but you don't like, I, like. I was about to like. You know, I mean, like the, the Clash recorded that at least Gretch Ferry's. Uh, you know, Black Ark okay, uh, Studio. Move on. I, Anyways, I mean, we, we can talk summer. about this all day. A whole summer. <laughs> yeah, you got so the whole many summer episodes to talk about Scott for fuck's sake, Ryan. I'm good. Uh, I'm getting. I anyway, am getting. tell us, tell us about the movie and the concept of the two movies. Take it you away. Really? I always make him talk about it. All right. Uh, the Once and Future Smash is a uh, it's a mockumentary about these two guys who play the same slasher character. Uh, named Smash Mouth in the 1970 uh, kind of football themed slasher movie End Zone 2. And um, in Once in Future Smash, we kind of follow what's going on with them 50 years later uh, as there is going to be a remake, reboot, reimagining yeah. something of, of the End Zone series. Um, and then the film also contains a lot of uh, kind of horror celebrity, semi celebrity uh, talking heads. Uh, discussing their relationship with the end zone series. So it's kind of like a, a a dual thing, the story of the two guys and then kind of the history of of end zone. So and then uh, and, you know then we we've been lucky enough to provide the uh, the quote unquote restoration of uh, end zone 2 <laughs> along along with the film um just the first hour, right? Just the first hour, which is part, part of the <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, the, you know, we've been doing that kind of as a double feature at a lot of festivals and, and taking it around. And um, currently it's sort of t getting to the end of the festival run. And, and yeah, it'll be summer. We've got some, some stuff lined up. Yeah, we're looking at uh, releasing it in the fall or sometime. So we're, we're awesome. Out. Well, yeah. like I was saying before, I, I really like interesting uh, uh, like like rollouts of movies just like when you have to see like last year i saw um uh was it the third saturday in october yes. part five yeah. and the third saturday in october and it said you know you're supposed to watch the fifth one first and then the first one and there's no two three or four and right <laughs> away i'm like i'm fucking fully interested in this just right. on that concept alone right. And this was very similar because honestly, I saw the Once in Future Smash and I thought that seems cool. And I didn't even really understand that it was part, End Zone 2 was part of it. And then the more I read and looked into it, I thought End Zone 2 was a real movie for a little right. bit. <laughs> <laughs> so it reminds me of like Blair Witch Project style, like promotion and, and, and stuff like that. And Third Saturday. And this is just another really fucking cool way to do it. And immediately got me all in thanks yeah before our premiere because 
apparently it was very easy to put whatever date we wanted on IMDb. <laughs> and that's really <laughs> I love it. Convince yep. people. And so especially before it had premiered, like all the journalism and stuff that we'd gotten was like fully invested. Like, why haven't I heard of this? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and we had reviewers who you know who saw both movies and they said you know they, I, thought, it they thought it was a, they thought it was a 1970 movie and they were <laughs> they weren't sure they were sort of asking us like well okay so are these really the two guys who played are the character or is, <laughs> is it, like you've done a dramatization of that like what's the what's the actual thing <laughs> so for a while we were being cagey about it but i think eventually enough uh, uh most of the current reviews the recent ones it's like 90% of the first section of it is just <laughs> constantly saying how we made both movies and it's fake and we're yeah. tricking everyone right. or something. So we're like, fine. They I, bamboozled I, us. Yeah. Yeah. It got it's, me it's, for a little while and that's yeah. all it takes. You get me for a second. I think that we were trying to it, create, Absolutely. You know? yeah. 100%. And that's what I love. I love these, these experiences. Like just even just getting, going to fests like this and, and seeing movies virtually is mm -hmm. such a cool new way to like, experience movies and i've gotten way into a lot more because of it so like every time there's a new way to to sort of in intake i'm all about it i want to i want to mention something really quick off the top because i kind of just want to get it out of the way so that we can kind of put this on the table <laughs> um honestly just because i think it's it's something it's a comparison that i think will come up but it's a good comparison so it for sure gave me like behind the mask vibes like in the best way like because it kind of had like not i wouldn't even say it's necessarily totally the same but conceptually it's kind of like in that direction but you guys interjected more humor into it um and which it's i love fucking actually. hysterical yeah, the, the humor in it is fucking great like and also when it comes to horror and comedy obviously like strange bedfellows they go together really well but the way that y'all inter like interjected the humor into it, even with the interviews, like the interviews with the with the horror people, like you know, and stuff like that, so it just it, it was hitting left and right. Um, was there any like was there any um, behind the mask influence on that or anything like that, or was this something you guys just came up with? Uh, I mean, I, I like behind the mask. I think it's a great great film. Um, you know, we, we definitely love the like Christopher Guest mockumentaries. I mean, I think mockumentaries an interesting form because there's not there, there's shockingly few mockumentaries somehow. Mm -hmm. It's like it's yeah. like, a you know, a, a type of film that you would think there'd be more. But I think it's sort of hard to pull off something that works. And um, we just kind of wanted to tell this story. Uh, we, we were interested in the story of people feuding at conventions because we had heard um but I'll give you a little if you're if you're up for a little background. Oh, please. Together. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Lay it um, on us. So our, our other producer, this guy, Neil Jones, has a podcast called Without Your Head. And he on that podcast, he's he's done interviews for like 20 years and he's interviewed, you know, just about every kind of horror person. So I, I just chat with him all the time. And at one point he said, oh, uh, this guy, I, I won't name specific names, but the two guys happen to be in our movie is uh, bo both of them. So you can maybe figure it out. But. He was like, this guy is complaining to me because I have this other guy on my show next week. And they both, you know, play the same character uh, and they and they and they have a, like kind of a dispute about who like really played the character. Sure. And um, we had already been kind of fascinated by convention culture. It's really an interesting thing. We're not really big on conventions just because it's crowds and whatever else. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't really love that experience. But I'm kind um, of the same. Yeah. 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 But um, it's so fascinating that like. Uh, actors or, or directors who had done something like 30, 40, 50 years ago and didn't really have a career after that 
are suddenly being like um, really praised and honored. And like there are people, you know, buying autographs and really excited to meet them. And there are a lot of younger filmmakers who are putting those people into movies now. And so we thought this is a really ripe area for exploration. This is a really fascinating area. And um, when Neil brought up the uh, the two guys who were feuding, I was like, well, that's, a, you know, that's a really interesting. I would love to, to make a movie about like <laughs> two guys who don't really have a career. There's really nothing to feud about <laughs> more or less, but you know, they kind of have this, have this feud because it's the only thing in their lives that really like speaks to them or that, that they've accomplished. And, um, and Neil just sort of said, like, you know, I, I could reach out to Mad Monster and see if they'd let us, you know, film there and do that. And uh, they came back right away and said, like, that we could do it. And then Neil, I said to Neil, I said, look, if we're going to do this, uh, you know, we would need your help to get these uh, people to do interviews to, mm -hmm. to be part of this. And so he agreed to do that. And so that's kind of how it came together. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just love the form of a mockumentary and we thought this is a really funny story to tell the, these two sure. kind of guys squabbling about nothing essentially. Mm -hmm. And, um, <laughs> and you know, and then we started really looking at all the kind of horror documentary, mockumentary, hoax kind of different things. And uh, there, there are some interesting ones out there. I had not seen, um, uh, what's the marrow? The, uh, digging up the marrow. Digging up the marrow. Digging up the, the marrow. Green yeah. One. yeah. Uh, until after we kind of started with this, but we watched that and we're like, oh, this is kind of in the realm of what we're, what we're working with too. I had seen behind the mask, um, but then we just sort of combined everything, you know, the, the comedy stuff, the horror stuff and sort of brought it all together and thought about it. And we wanted to create, like, like you say, we wanted to create an experience rather than just being like, here's a movie, watch it. We thought it'd be more fun to create an experience around it. So you, sure. you know, you're like, is this a real thing? Cause we all love like discovering something new. Uh, you know, you know about something that nobody knows about. And you're like, I want to share this with other people. And so we thought like, what if there was this movie that, only these kind of elite people knew about it. <laughs> right. um, and you know there it's like all the all the uh the actors kind of like knew about this movie but no, none of the audience kind of people knew about right. it like, influential <laughs> influential to the creators but not to really anybody yeah. else so uh, we yeah. got to talk about the list of people that you ended up well, with yeah in I this, in this movie. Many. this yeah. is this is um I'm going to be honest with you, like, um, this is kind of like a horror movie fans horror movie. Um, because that has only, no horror in it, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but like, like, so because there's so much like nuance and like what the actors are talking about, like, you have like Victor Miller talking about the author well because it's the author <laughs> yeah. like a little jab at cunningham's yeah. friday the 13th <laughs> battle you know what i mean like it's so like that's like i mean like the, that's like real inside baseball stuff and there was like there was like two or three of those that were just like beautiful like like little like little so oh like you know like uh you got you know you got the toxic avenger there you got like oh you know i mean anyways the movie is just like it's just so absolutely like fantastic as like as like like servicing horror fans you know what i mean and uh, i'm actually somebody who loves cons i think like like I, like honestly if they had cons when i was a kid i probably would have been way more adjusted um but uh you know what i mean like i would have been able to like go, <laughs> go someplace where people liked something that i did like um yeah. you know not reading fangoria by myself and yeah, crying, crying. yeah. <laughs> um no, no i'm just kidding i didn't do that um but uh maybe um but it's um but we um but like the but the um 
but just like the the like and the the amount of people that agreed to do that and also in these interviews like the amount of people that you got to agree to these interviews that came in and did a hundred percent because the interviews are like very like i can see why you would be fooled because the interviews are very convincing so how, how fun was that you know it was awesome and we did the interviews so we kind of got a little side railed by the pandemic because we shot mm-hmm. the convention stuff in february 2020 and so we didn't get back to doing like the interviews until like 2022 2021 it was like when the when the vaccines were good and the cases were low and everything was sort of so it was such a long (laughs) period and we had this long rough cut of the convention and then so we didn't even really know like how realistic the interviews would be and so we had shot like other skit stuff and so then like the tone was kind of all over the place for us when we saw those interviews and how like believable they were like change the tone a little bit more to like you know make it more realistic um so it was very funny but yeah when we did that first set of interviews so like basically everybody leapt off a cliff with us that agreed to do it because they obviously hadn't seen the movie and they didn't know if they were endorsing well i was gonna ask what like who was the hardest one to convince to make fun of themselves <laughs> you know we had no trouble yeah, so some people said no room, yeah when they were in the room and we had sent them like what you know because we thought about their careers and like we had written some jokes for them and we sent it to them ahead of time so like and we let you know if there's anything like victor miller didn't want to say certain things like you know so like if there's sure. anything that made them uncomfortable i'm like whatever you know whatever we get is gonna be great you know yeah right. yeah so we definitely we let people like have their own comfort um that's cool that's probably you know what helped it come off so believable yeah. <laughs> they they really were uh it, it, i think it it really speaks to uh to neil also because yeah, neil had known all these people through interviews and, and everything and so they were willing neil reached out to them and they were like oh cool like if you're doing this we trust you we believe that this is going to be fun sure. and like we try to explain context to them but they have no yeah. you know they're they're just given lines they have no idea like what any of the stuff right. means they don't they don't and we try to explain like we're not making fun of you or your career at yeah. all we're ce- we're trying to celebrate it in our own way yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, sure. humor, you know but we're big fans so it's not like we ever want to like have it be disparaging in any way yeah i don't think i don't think it made fun of like anybody (laughs) specific i just think it's funny i like i just think it's funny when they're like you know like basically texas chainsaw massacre one is a (laughs) ripoff i'm like like i'm like this is this is really funny stuff yeah one of my favorite lines i think and i forget who said it they were like oh yeah everybody like it it was an influence for like everybody loved it like hooper and carpenter and wes and (laughs) Well, maybe not Wes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was Dan, Dan Yeager yeah, did that one. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. Was there was there anybody that you guys got that you were shocked that you were able to get for the interviews? Because like I have one in my head, but I'm curious what you guys. I think pretty much all, uh, pretty much all of them. I'm shocked. That I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Mark Patton was like the first one we did, and basically Neil had asked him, and he was like, "If they pick us up, because he lives up. in Mexico. Yeah. First of all, he Mark, Mark lives yeah. in Mexico. <laughs> he happened to be in LA. He was coming to LA that week, so we're like, Neil, reach out to Mark and see if he'll do. Yeah, this and one. he was like, if they pick me up at the LAX at the airport, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, so rad. 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 That and we was. Met him. At the international Mark, terminal and drove him and then he came and did it and he was so great um but that mark was mark was the surprise path. that was yeah. the one that surprised me was mark he was so great too he was really fun uh N- nightmare was 2 funny. was like the first horror like really uh real like horror like r-rated horror movie that i saw ever 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's amazing. It was pretty special. It was pretty yeah. great to get him. I yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. And he seemed to be having so much fun with it too. Yeah. So I like, really I mean, did. yeah, <laughs> like, um, he was one of the ones that was like the most convincing, as far as Easily. like, <laughs> like when when you watched his interview segments, like his pieces. Yeah. His were the ones that like really initially caught my eye. Like, oh, he fucking believes this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was. He's he a good was, actor. He is yeah, a good actor. He was he is. On. Like, good for him. You know, that's awesome. I love so it. So, did you guys, were you both like come up with horror and like, were you like walking video stores at one point and like the, and that's how this is accumulated into, into this or? I used to rent everything that said Roger Corman on it. So it's big like yes. 2000 yes. fan. I loved the stuff. Um, oh, which was yeah. like just a random find on TV one day, but then I was obsessed with it forever. Yeah. Alien. Like I love sci-fi especially. Right. So, I mean, like I don't get to explore that as much because it gets harder to do that at an indie level, but I love sci-fi. So all that kind of stuff growing up. Yeah. And I, I, my, I like my best friend growing up, we would just like ride our bikes to the video store pretty much every day. And we would look for the weirdest, like most mm-hmm. scary, like scarier, gross looking thing we could find. It's like, that was, that was always the goal. It's like, find the strangest thing that you can find at the video yeah. store. And it's so, so yeah, cool we, to we, know that like kids in every small town yeah. were doing yeah. that yeah. because yeah. that's what me and my like get the weirdest one man yeah, yeah, yeah just get the absolutely weird. yeah and, yeah and i'll tell you i actually think we should start a gang of stuff things yeah. like you know, i mean like because like to me the stuff the stuff is like when i think of when i think of like in, like 80s 90s vhs uh, video store culture I horror I think of the stuff it's like the first one that I go to I've rented it a million times as a kid because yeah I I have a shirt yeah I was always a stuff guy you know and like um I love that. Oh, yeah, I love. I mean, the stuff. I just is... love like it's like environmental horror. It's anti-corporate. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know, all about the little kid is right. Like, it has, yeah. like so many good things going on. Hundred percent. You don't yeah. even give it credit for like on the first. Like when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, cool, like the weird fluff stuff. But like, right. yeah, the rewatch. Adult, is... There's a lot going on. Hundred percent. It's so good. I'm I'm telling you, 80s, 90s, the kids were right. We've had a whole episode about it. Like the kids were alone. The kids were left alone, and then fighting monsters all the time, and fighting like like I remember like cloak and dagger, like um like you know like the mom died and and Dabney Coleman who was a treasure by the way, um but like um (laughs) like Dabney Coleman was out um I mean if he he's not a ska guy but he's cool um but um but um (laughs) you know but uh, he was out doing stuff and the kid was alone and he had to fight Russian terrorists you know what I mean like it like I mean like so we're talking about like. Uh, you know, the kids, uh, the kids got to be right. You know what I mean? And um, <laughs> so. so I have a question for you, uh, for you, Sophia, since you're a Roger Corman fan. Did you ever get to track down the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie and see it? I feel like I've seen like the trailer, right? That's like on YouTube. Yeah, I've, I, I've seen, seen the, I've yeah, seen the movie. Yeah, I've seen it. And we it's. We, we did watch. We watched Doomed. I think we watched the doc about it. Yeah, uh, there's a yeah, documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 growing up. So the, now this is uh, talking about conventions. Actually, I used to go to comic book conventions, especially growing up. Um, and also there was a sci-fi convention. I grew up in Long Island in, in New York, and there was a convention called Icon that happened every year there. And nice. I would go there and buy like the bootleg videos and the Fantastic yeah. Four. Fantastic Four movie was always like 
you know, a hot, a hot bootleg video there uh, <laughs> that you can pick up. So I, so I had a, a bootleg copy of the Fantastic Four movie, like in the mid nineties, you know, or something. Fantastic. Yeah. Sophia, if you have not seen it, fucking track it. I've definitely <laughs> seen pieces of it, probably from the dot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, it is a proper piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's great. It is great. <laughs> oh, Mr. Corman. Um, <laughs> Well, this is so. How's the festival circuit been going? You've been uh, we we've ended up with a lot of people on the from the uh, from the festivals, and uh, um, boy, is it a cool thing that's going on. And um, we're you know we're hoping more people get interested in this uh, because it's such a it's such a showcase of like great movies and fun stuff and like you know what I mean like um in giving us almost like a I mean I don't want to say movie making is DIY but like because of because of all the, the things that go involved in it but but giving like more independent filmmakers a like a, a stage you know what I mean yeah. and uh, um how has that been going for you yeah, it's kind of like the only reward that you get after that. <laughs> like, finally, you get to sit and watch it with some with some people that might like it. So right. yeah, we uh, we premiered at Fright Fest, which was awesome because it's in oh, uh, London and it's like oh, a big genre nice. fest, and so that was like really great. And so we were able to go to that. Uh, we recently were at Panic Fest, which is where we met the Third Saturday guys. And so we, oh, we yeah, bonded yeah. with them about how weirdly yeah. similar our movies are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now we're buddies. Yeah, um, we, so. lo- we love their That's movies. Right. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's one of the places where we like get to network and geek out with like other people. So it's it's definitely always fun for us. It's also like a it's, test screening for us, yeah. honestly, because we, we you know, you it's make this sweaty. movie. And you're like, is this, does this movie work? Does anybody like this? Will anybody like this? And then you sit down in a room with people and you get to like hear the live reaction to it and see. And we now we know like which jokes work, which jokes don't work, all, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And uh, in fact, the LA screening was great because it was at Scream, Scream Fest, which is a, a, a fun festival here. And um, many of the uh, talking head people came to that screening so they had not seen the movie we in fact we didn't share the movie with any of the actors or anything we like that either just to watch it in, yeah. in a theater environment yeah. if yeah. we can <laughs> because oh, cool. then they're not like examining their own performance right right, right. and then sure. they hear the audience laughing yeah. and reacting and they feel like oh yeah i've done something good but but um we were very nervous about having all those all those people come because we didn't want them you know if they hated it it would be very upsetting for us, really. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, so we were very happy. They all came. They all really enjoyed it. They were all, you know, reaching out the next day, being like, "Put me in more, more stuff. Let's do more stuff together." So, it's oh, like, that's right. It was really, it was very, very nice. And that, that, uh, it really only exists, you know, because of festivals that were able to kind of have these theatrical screenings yeah. in different cities and do that. So that's that's really nice. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, guys you don't gonna... want a John Cusack uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, didn't he famously watch uh, My Crazy Summer or One Crazy Summer and just walk out and be like, yeah, fuck it. you. It was either that or Better <laughs> Off Dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it was Better out. Off Dead. Yeah, he <laughs> fucking hated it. And, uh, and he only did uh, uh, the Crazy Summer one because he was contractually obligated uh, or something. Yeah. See, you could either get that reaction or you could get the Shia LaBeouf reaction where he watched like what eight of his movies in a row in a theater and just clapped the whole time. (laughs) He's just like, I am the shit. This is an amazing movie. (laughs) Um, Are you guys planning on doing like, are you guys going to roll out premieres when you guys do this in the fall or are you going to do it like a traditional release on like, you know, either streamers or something like that? But like, are you guys going to do live premieres? Um, I mean, some indie theaters have reached out to us. We might do a few like small screenings in different cities. Um, but primarily, we're probably going to do like a Blu-ray pre-sale because we have 
so much extra footage yeah uh like we oh, shot, cool. neil shot the whole time we were filming end zone two just on like a camcorder and then we have like a, so much that hit the cutting room floor even like whole yes. sections like we had a whole section on the music and like the folk songs in end zone two that just kind of we couldn't find so a place good. for it in the cut you know <laughs> and so like there's like a 10 minute like little mini doc on the music that already exists so there's just so much like bonus features and stuff that i think you know, it kind of deserves a Blu-ray, uh, maybe yeah. a double Blu-ray if that's how it works out between the two movies. Sweet. Um, sure. But that's kind of our plan is do a pre-sale and then and then do the, the streamers. It would kind of be a dream to do like a tour with it and do like live yeah. live events, but it's probably just going to be cost, cost prohibitive to, yeah. <laughs> to do. But we, we may have some theaters. We've had theaters reaching out and we may, you know, go back and reach out to them and say, let's see if we can set something up. Um, maybe we can do a, you know, a Zoom Q&A or something if we can't actually travel to be part of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I honestly like watching it in a theater. I, you know, I'm sure everybody says this, but like seeing the movie in a theater uh, when it's sort of a comedy and when it's kind of a theatery, because we're we're talking about kind of classic film, so it's like has a sort of a movie theater, I don't know, uh, element to it that that's nice. And I think that experience really is fun for people. And I, mm-hmm. it's it's sort of I know you all you all saw it at home, but. Uh, it, it it I think it does enhance it to be in a room full of people. It does. Sure. Because ty- like even like you're saying sure. like there's a lot of niche jokes. Like yeah. when I hear like one person laugh at like the Victor Miller thing mm-hmm. or like the guys arguing over who did the best Friday movie when like mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, you know, certain people will laugh at those things, but it'll be like one or two people. I'm like, yeah, we you know, they're happy, so I'm happy. You know? <laughs> well, That's I mean cool. I, so I'm just saying, like, if you guys end up wanting to do like a New York premiere. You know, just you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like we know, we know a lot of people, a lot yeah. of theaters and stuff. So, we know like, some people. yeah, especially if you guys are doing a Blu-ray release, because there's also some, there's also some places that, uh, very specifically to New York, that uh, would probably absolutely love that. So, just we a are, hint. We also have cool places in Portland too. Okay, like, <laughs> Portland, is, like Portland literally is Portland. a cool place. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so Portland is cool. Um. Portland is just a giant indie theater of a town. Yeah, right, but it, it really is. I like well, it with I, all the festivals you go to. Do you get to see a lot of the other movies? Yeah. We okay. Try to so, see do you have any favorites from this past year, or since you've been hitting it with Once in Future and End Zone? Uh, we saw a Wounded Fawn at uh, oh. kind of like a bigger indie, but I loved it. Like 16 millimeter, it was just so gorgeous. It's on Shutter now, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's literally, it's literally like I think. Ryan and I geeked out about it last week because we did haunted. the Fangoria Awards. Yeah. We did. Oh, we went. Yeah. We did our choices of the Fangoria Awards, and <laughs> that's featured in there. And um, um, the just I I just tell everybody like. A, you're. It's not like it's. You think it sounds like a twenty four e or something like that, and it's gonna be like a little taste of that, but but it's not. And like you can go for it, but just watch the wounded fawn just for the end credits. Yeah, scenes. because <laughs> which I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody, but all I'll ever say is I really only hope they had to shoot that once because that <laughs> looks like a lot of work. And um, yeah, but wounded fawn, fantastic. Yeah. 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 Um, we, yeah, we love. I mean, we actually love seeing the third Saturday. We 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 actually only got to see third Saturday part five, five uh, at Panic <laughs> Fest, and then we came home and watched part one. Uh, you know, a- after, but, uh, nice. but that was that was really fun. Same thing where I think that's a, a, a that lends itself to a theater experience yeah. with the, with the group of people really nicely. Um, speaking of the fan, I won't. I'm gonna out Sophia, but if the if you watch the Fangoria Awards, 
and you thought it was in focus, it was because Sophia was pulling focus on me. Uh... Oh, no kidding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, good for you. Yeah, rules. She worked on the, she worked on that. Yeah, I knew, like, because it, it was not live, as they claim. So I right. knew right. No, 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 the yeah. I think we all yeah. knew it wasn't live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretend but live. No, it was, pretend, it was yeah. super fun. Like, my wife and I get super into them just because we don't, we hate other award shows, except ours. Another right. goddamn horror podcast has the Danzigs, yeah, uh, which are <laughs> legit, but um, <laughs> which are horror awards. But um, but most awards are trash. But my wife and I get real excited about the the Chainsaw Awards, and we get popcorn and everything. <laughs> I was impressed they got Jordan Peele to accept because yeah, when yeah, yeah that was cool. It, that was super cool. When we were shooting, I was like, "There's no way he's sending a video." <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but also, like, I was excited. Yeah. His acceptance speech was hilarious too because yeah. he's just like, "What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you people? Like, yeah. This yeah. is so a good murder good. victim." Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. If you ever... after watching it, I reached out to uh, Putin, uh, Biatch, like right away. Yeah, I don't know if you saw her. The, I thought you were going to say you reached out to Megan. Jordan Peele. She, yeah, she's dressed like, as Megan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a good little I have actually um, responded with Jordan Peele's people, and it's a That's flat. That's true. No. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not afraid. Like, I, you Fucking know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you, know. you, never, you never know. You know what I mean? Um, exactly. We've had, like, Lucian Graves and, like, you know, Kyle Kinane. Brian Usna. Brian Usna. We've had Usna. Listen, we had Peaches Christ on the show yeah, yeah we have Peaches was yeah. one of the fucking co-hosts so like, and, uh, and now we have now we have the enzo two people so like we're <laughs> fucking killing right. it right. uh, um no but for real like uh um, this is where the rubber hits the road with with uh um with the with art and uh, we appreciate it so much and uh we have to talk about the full frontal nudity um, <laughs> <laughs> you said you had some interesting stories about it and i can only imagine so well, believe it or not, uh, Bill Whedon, who who plays uh, is it William? Yeah, I was like, he plays Bill in the movie. No, he plays yeah. William. Sorry. <laughs> he came to us at one point, and he was like, "I want to be full frontal nude in the movie." And, <laughs> yeah, and so was it was like, it was scripted uh, just as him kind of like like flexing in the mirror, and he said. Can I be fully nude in that scene? Would that yeah. be okay? So. And I was like, sure, whatever you want, Bill. It sounds good to me. I'm never going to turn down nudity. You know, I'm right, right, right. <laughs> for it. Let's go. Right. Um, but I wasn't made aware in the moment <laughs> that was going to happen. And so I was filming him like this in the mirror, flexing and doing his dance and stuff. And uh, we cut, we get the shot. And Michael was like, Sophia, he's like, we're in a hotel room. He's like sitting across from me. He's like, you got it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're good. We can move on. And well, then I was like, I don't <laughs> think you got it. Cause I kind of saw what her shot was. I'm like, are you sure? I was like, are you sure you got it? Cause I don't think you did. <laughs> Cause I don't think you, you were looking at what was going on. I was so fixed on the screen on the camera that I hadn't looked out. And so then he's like, are you sure you got it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I walked away and then I turned around and I was like, oh, I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, this is a wider <laughs> angle shot. Yeah, I just to go a little wider. Take, take two. Take two. So we did have to do a couple takes of that, but uh, it was really funny because like I just didn't know. Yeah. Talk but about get, talk about getting 100% out of an actor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not even called for. <laughs> no. no, he's great. Bill, Bill's great, and he just wanted to. Yeah. He just wanted to do it. Um, and uh, sure. he, he, uh, you know, it, it, 
it's nice because it shocks people. It's like yeah. something that people don't expect. Yeah. And it's always nice when you have a movie, you know, a feature, especially to have little moments that are like big wake up moments. Like mm-hmm. if you're in case yeah. you're like, you're getting comfortable, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, this is all right. This is funny. But then you have a big moment that's like kind of like, oh, OK, now I'm, I'm <laughs> splashed with cold water. I'm, I'm paying attention again to what's happening. Well, and this is so, like this is something to say about like movies in general. It is very rare that there is like male full frontal nudity and also it's even more rare for an actor to come up and be like no 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 i want to hang meat in this scene (laughs) (laughs) they don't just walk up and present that most of the time like it's yeah and i'll be honest with you it gives the movie some gravity i mean it really i mean it really does i mean like he was right i mean do you know what i'm saying like because it kind of shows him in yeah. like a little bit of a different I like it not just because he's naked, but because like it's just a more serious behavior. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Like it's just yeah. like it's um like it's so it's uh yeah, so it gives it um um yeah, some 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 uh, like you said, like um somehow it adds his, to it his umph, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, that's uh, that's always the challenge. I mean, when, when writing this, the big challenges were like, look, is uh, first and foremost, it's sort of a comedy. But, you know, we need to have it so you have some feeling about the characters and then maybe there's some character arc and some heart in it. So we try to, you know, we try to make sure that's included sure. in it. And even with the comedy, you know, with the with the niche elements, we're like, how much can we get away with it? We don't want it to be just all like inside jokes for, sure. for kind of like super horror nerds. So we tried, we tried to find some kind of balance where like an average person could watch it and get some of the jokes. And, I, you know, I, I can't comment on whether it works or not, but I've been surprised overall. Um, We've had people who have seen it who know nothing about horror, don't understand any, don't know who anybody is. You know, they just know from the Chiron who the people are. And um, the response has been pretty good from those people, too. So I was pretty, I was shocked, I think, you know, that that it was. Because when we made it, we're like, this is a movie for 10 people. Like, people have enough convention experience with, like, Star Trek or whatever. They they get that part, yeah. It seems like you you told, you gave enough, especially with making the actual movie and, and presenting the way you did, you gave enough for all that sort of craziness and like, why is it like you reeled it in? Well, here it is in a, it's tightly packaged. When you say it out loud, it's all over the place, <laughs> right. Right. but, but here it is. Yeah. And it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. But, th- but those are the kind of challenges, you know, when you're creating the thing, it's like, how do we find, you know, we, and I'm not saying whether we succeeded or not in any of these areas, but it's sort of like, that's the that's the goal is always to fight to balance all those things. It's like a puzzle to it kind of look at that. very closely. We have we usually edit our own stuff, but on this one we had a friend of ours edit it, Aaron Brokus, and he actually wanted to cut that scene. He was like, "It's too much," and we're like, "No, no, no you, you got to keep it." And then Bill was messaging him off on his own side, telling him to keep it. Yeah, like, <laughs> so what's his line? You better Bill, keep that in there. What was Bill sending him? He was like, you can cut the song, but keep the dong. Keep the dong. <laughs> he's, you know, he sings his little song, his little one. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, he's like, it's okay if you cut the song, but you got to keep the dong. He was <laughs> send the editor that, that message. Amazing. Like, on his own, like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Like, probably weeks later. Like, I keep getting messages. Aaron's like, oh, Bill's messaging me all the time with this. And I'm like, no, it's, it's fine. So it's back and forth between what he so thought was great. funny and what we thought was funny. And like, sure. we fought to keep that in there for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was going to stay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, so when I was in junior high school, we had these uh, these racing wooden cars that you put CO two cartridges in, yeah. and they went oh, down yeah. the thing in tech and uh, and uh, what's the name of the class? So like shop, shop, and, yeah. Um, and um, I decided I wanted to carve mine. Everybody else was just doing theirs in like like 
sports car sort of things. And I decided to carve mine in. So like it had a helmet and it had like hands holding out the, the bottom thing. So it kind of looked like science fiction. And halfway through it, I'm like, holy shit, did you just bit off way more than you can chew? Um, <laughs> you all made two movies. Um, and right. um, like, so, so like, like one movie hard. You know what I mean? Like a like a challenging, to, like like most people would be happy making one movies. You go in with like I'm gonna make the original movie, which is I'm gonna make a movie. I mean, we've talked a lot about the we've talked a lot about the the mockumentary, but but that you actually made a movie for the mockumentary, which is legitimately a movie. Um, so did you ever say to yourself off with your, you're like, wow, this is a, uh, this is, this is a, this is like Ryan's little race car. <laughs> we said to ourselves. <laughs> no, I mean, we always are trying to challenge ourselves and like the more outrageous a project can be, the more excited it makes us. Sure. So I think the original idea it, yeah. too was to do just a little, just the, like the clips that would be in, yeah smash so we're, we're like we don't need to make a movie we'll just make the the clips of that so we'll shoot like you know five or ten minutes of clips and put those into the movie and then we kind of realized we're like by the time you like figure out a costume and get actors and like do all this stuff you may as well just make the whole movie like sure. you may as well just, like just the do the whole thing benefit analysis yeah <laughs> and, it, and it, it's a more exciting thing because yeah. we've created the whole world that way like the the, the world exists yeah and you know i mean of course there's lots of mythology about other films so people are always asking us like are you going to make end zone one? Are you going to make end zone 3D? Are you going to do, you know, so I, not right now we have no plans to do those things, but, um, but, you know, creating like a, 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 a like a cinematic universe of, of end zone uh, felt, <laughs> felt like a fun thing to try to do, even though sure. it also felt very stupid the whole time. No, no, <laughs> no I want to see the, the Italian version. So <laughs> that shit. Yeah, when they just fucking like rename it, just like like, that's like a that's like a takeoff a house though, right? Because like yeah, it's it's kind of based on the La Casa series, yeah, zombie. I mean, it's there's a lot of different ones, but yeah, definitely La Casa is one of the big the big ones that yeah, like because you know like did you because like yeah because for whatever reason the house series like they just started calling random movies House Three and House Four and like you know what I mean and so yeah it's like uh. So that's the yeah. So it um, would be so funny if you guys just decided to just say fuck the tropes and like just start throwing out random ones like end zone versus zombies, end zone in space. Exactly. Yeah. It's like and out of fucking nowhere, like no connection. Like just you know, aside from having Smash Mouth in it, just be like, this is end zone. You know, end zone versus vampires. Fuck yeah. it, let's do it. Like, so if somebody's got the money, we'll we'll do it. That's the- yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Um, do you think you can handle our sinister sex questions? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. You think, uh, <laughs> we'll find out. I, I, think, they, I, like I, think, they I think they're going to do a pretty good job. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like they're going to do solid. <laughs> I got to find them. All right, here we go. First one, go Sophia. Freddie or Jason? Jason. Wow. All you right, know what? I don't think that Freddie says bitch. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a trigger word for me. Fair. I hear yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a pretty shitty person. I mean, like, I mean, like, like I mean yeah. it's not even just like the B word, it's also like the murdering of children. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He's not he's not That's not I mean, as important to Sophia. Like, he's a full. Street. It's better he, movies. Yeah. Like, the movies are better. <laughs> 
But you know, Jason. Yeah, I'll take Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I go with Jason because I just think he's got a cool mask. I just think he's cooler with yeah. you know being the dark and hulking like brute force that's kind of sci-fi or supernatural. Um and and uh Freddie's Freddie's fine. He he's, <laughs> he's he's he talks too much, I think. I don't know. Michael, what do you what do you talk he talks mad shit? <laughs> he does. It's pretty yeah. good. Michael, what do you what do you think? I, I'm a way bigger Nightmare on Elm Street fan than uh, than Friday Thirteen. So, um, you know, part of, I I said Nightmare Two was like my first R-rated movie, so mm-hmm. that definitely stuck with me. Uh, I feel yeah. like I feel like every Nightmare movie does kind of a different thing, and so it's always kind of fun to see where they where they take it. And I enjoy you know all the sequels. Uh, for, I, I controversially, I think I enjoy every nightmare movie uh even you know six and and everything mm-hmm. uh, i do not enjoy the remake so let's not talk about that but um nope. ev- but everything else I, I like fridays i feel like a lot of them are kind of too samey like I, I like them okay but you know they get samey and then i tend to like the ones that are weird like i i really like friday five and jason goes to hell because it's like they're just throwing some crazy thing out there and doing like friday five uh, I always say, you know, all those movies have one comic relief character, mm-hmm. except for except for Friday Five, where every character is a comic relief character. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> so I don't know that that speaks to me because I'm like, what are they doing with yeah. this? Who who decided that this movie these people belong in this movie? <laughs> right, exactly. I don't know. Five Jason, has my five has Jason. my favorite kill too. Oh yeah, five, which actually, is the leather strap around his yeah. eyes and the, yeah. the yeah. thing. For whatever reason, like I mean, like I love the head smash and X. I love the like I I love of course the the sleeping bad kill and I love all of those. I am and of course I mean uh, the the, the uh, corkscrew and Shetty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, dynamic duo is is fantastic. Um, but uh, but something about that leather strap around the tree just being twisted and that there's just like something like so like viscerally real about that yeah. that like it's gnarly. It's, it, like everything else is just like absurd. That yeah. one is like a little like ugh, like that one like you know like well i was just i say, say jason but if you ask like which movie or which franchise is right. better i would say friday or not uh, nightmare and nightmare three is probably the best out of any of them yeah. uh but my favorite out of uh jason is definitely eight <laughs> when he yeah, goes to manhattan say, that's the gold <laughs> yeah yeah what that's, the gold, that's the gold standard of like a movie that is like you know that that's a piece of shit movie but then yeah. when you sit back and watch it you're like the dude it's... fought like he fought rapists like yeah. he, killed, he killed rapists rapists and cops so solidarity with the punks yeah, yeah. it's got my favorite they are of new york too yeah. they just get to new york and absolutely <laughs> And I love also, it's got my favorite New York City myth that should 100% be real and that the uh, the sewers are flooded with toxic waste every right. night. No, dude, and like it basically is. If you've ever been out of the New York subway system over midnight, you're like, that's kind of accurate. Like, yeah, yeah, but, but sure. Also, but... Like, also, I love that Jason showed up in Times Square and nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> Just like, they were like, this Times fucking was dude, rough like. Back then, though. Right, they yeah. were like, this guy probably wants money. Like, that's, kind of, <laughs> that's kind of my dream, though. Is like, you know how they have like, uh, like, uh, you know, Hello Kitty down there, and the, the <laughs> like Elmo, naked, <laughs> naked cowboy, and like all Spider Man. I just like to stand there and be like Jason takes Manhattan with like a big yeah. fake machete and yeah. get pictures with it. Don't you yeah. think? Like, I, I can make mm-hmm. some cash doing that. 
Or you have to be, you have to be part of some union. Anyways, we'll talk. Anyways, <laughs> we, um, we were, I'll, I'll say we're, we were pretty psyched to have VC uh, Dupree in our movie, who is in uh, Jason Tingman. Oh yeah, Man, and has mm-hmm. has the most ridiculous kill in that. In it's that one movie. of the best. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> like yeah, and so yeah, and he brought uh, you know I don't know if you, you probably saw, but he brought the head that was one of the heads that yeah. they used for <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. And because uh, he he was like, oh, do you want me to bring the head? And I'm like, yes, please. Like, Absolutely. Bring that, bring the head. Yeah. No, well, that's well, the top shelf kill in the series. <laughs> and you just got to give him credit because he he's went. just like, he's like, we're going, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you, you want to switch swap hands, I mean, I'll probably yeah. lose, but, yeah. but I'll, uh, it's like, we're on a roof. We're in Manhattan. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. Yeah. Could go wrong. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. What's the difference between thriller and horror? Oh, jeez. You want me to go? Thrillers? You want to go? <laughs> you can go. Uh, I think people are too hung up on yeah, on worrying that. about jo- genres and their you know their sort of labels. So I, I sort of don't care. I I'm happy to call anything horror. We we kind of love um, we we kind of love non-realism is what we always say. Like if something is not yeah. really like in the real world, like it can be grounded, but it's things that are not like really going to happen. Then that tends to be what we're interested in movies, not really so much like drama and that yeah. kind of stuff. I feel like thrillers are more like something could be realistic about something it. is more grounded. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I, I agree. Um, the weirder, the better for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not what did real, you what, yeah. what did you think? You of, are with the best company. <laughs> what did you think of this? Isn't one of the questions, but just uh, to that. Um, <laughs> what did you think of Speak No Evil? Have you seen that? No. You dick. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just a very anyways. Um so check it out. Um it won it won actually it's at the Fangoria. It's, Fang- it's at one one of the okay. Fangoria. The one that didn't oh, wait, win this the- is wait, is that the that's not the Rasmussen one? No. No, that was that's, unheard or something. Uh, okay, yeah. Sorry. It's the one about a couple that goes uh, with a child that goes to visit another couple, they invite them to their cabin. Okay. okay it's zero fun it's very well done very well done zero fun zero fun it's not a moment where you're like this is all right you know i feel good about it's like you know if you like levity in your movies this one does not have any this one this one will take the levity out of like six of it almost it almost broke up the podcast and i was so hurt by it but then i don't know if you saw beaten to death same type of thing no levity just brutal and it's like my favorite movie so who the fuck am i um all right what horror influence what horror movie influenced your taste the most michael i i have to say phantasm uh it it, nice it's it's got it's got like a little bit of everything it's got the surrealism it's got the uh you know the the sort of allegorical elements it's got just weird shit and it's the kind of movie where you can watch it you know, I don't know how many times I've seen Phantasm, but every time I watch it, I'm like, have a new view on what the hell is happening in it or what, yeah. <laughs> how things fit together. Um, yeah. and, and I feel like that's something that's fun for me, you know, to, to be able to kind of like have a new experience every time I watch it. So Phantasm is, is the way to go. Yeah. I love that answer. Yeah. Sophia? I feel like Event Horizon is the movie that fucked me up the most. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Maybe that one. <laughs> You know what, Sophia? You and I are now best friends. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say you brought up stuff and Event Horizon, and if you yeah. know how much I love Event Horizon, like I just think Event Horizon is like, I think lately, I think today, just recently, Graham, tell you that I like. We were it talking than, about. I think I like it better yeah, than the thing. Right yeah, yeah, I think I like, I like it better than the thing. 
and you know, yeah. I mean, I oh, love yeah. the and I love yeah, the thing, sure. and I love the thing, but um, but uh, the uh, but Event Horizon is just such yeah. a great. great I feel like Sam Neill, even though he is a celebrated actor, he's not celebrated enough in like Hopefully. horror somehow, even though like Possession and Mouth of Madness and like yeah, like he should be like one of our most like venerated actors. Like yeah, and, exactly. Like, I feel like people don't ever talk about him. <laughs> yeah, and, that's and, so good. That yep. actually speaks to how bad his Omen sequel was. They were just like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, we can't, we can't give done. you a pass. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what was the movie that I just watched? I mean, it was super young. It was old. I think you told me to watch it. It was Possession. Uh, was it Possession? It was Possession. It was, it was, it was possession. possession. I love yeah, that yeah, movie. Yeah. Well, he's in that rocking chair, and they're like yeah. zooming oh, in and out. Yeah, so, yeah, so good. Rules. I loved yeah. it so much. Um, Thank you. Um. All right, those are great. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, I think for me, it goes Alien and then Event Horizon and then The Thing. But um, (laughs) Event Horizon is fucking unreal. I love it. Uh, If you could erase one movie from existence, what would it be? And it doesn't have to be horror. (laughs) Sophia. Gravity. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I'm down with that one. It's like uh, I obviously I love sci-fi, but that movie is just like look at how incompetent this woman is. <laughs> like, <laughs> movie. And then yeah. like an angel, George Clooney. It's just so bad in so many levels. Yeah. I like why? Why did NASA send up a doctor? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> I I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. I think I have a guess for yours. You want to guess? Mother. I, mother is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, no I, hate, oh, I, right. I really really hate the Aronofsky film Mother. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't really like Aronofsky in general, but. Uh, Mother, I feel like, is the most hack, like, bullshit movie ever, and I just think it's really boring and stupid, and and he just rips off uh, Boonwell films, and I, I don't know. Anyway, I hate it. So, <laughs> so I hate Aronofsky too, um, and I never meet anybody else who does. And um, I liked Requiem <laughs> for a Dream when I for, when I first saw it, um, but now I watch it, and do you hate him because? He can't write a character at all. Everything is just a, like an archetype of another character. Um, that his movies are like vapid and yes. like faux art. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. faux yeah. deep. It's really smart yeah. with them, and they're just not. I like Pi. Actually, I will say I think Pi is good, but I think it's good by accident. Yeah. Like I think he sure he, luck, he lucked into making a good movie, and then everything after that pretty much. And some of them are okay. Like you know, Black Swan is okay. Is okay. I don't hate mm-hmm. it. Um, but everything I've seen of his, and I haven't seen everything. Uh, it feels like he's he thinks he's making like an art masterpiece and he's just not that sophisticated. It's like. It would be OK if he made kind of a, a, a you know, a basic movie and he believed he was making a basic movie. But, he it, you know, that if you're if you're Michael Bay and you're doing that, fine. But if you're Aronofsky, you think you're making like the greatest art masterpiece mm-hmm. ever with something important to say. And then look at the movie that actually comes out and like, fuck off. That's basically my, my feeling about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, everybody so- loved The Wrestler. And when I saw the wrestler, I'm like, this movie, this, this movie sucks. Like giant, everybody, a giant wrestling fan, and I did and it was, like yeah, it was ass. Yeah, it was an it was ass just, movie. Everything was like you like lived in a trailer. It was like, oh my god, who wrote? Okay, but all, here, here's the thing. As a wrestling fan, I'll tell you, all that shit was realistic. It was just a shitty movie. Like it was, it was literally realism. Like that was actually stuff that happened to multiple wrestlers during that time. It was just a very bad movie. Um, real quick though, have you seen Noah? 
No, no. no. Oh, the Bible one? I can't do that. I can't I can't bring myself to suffer. I think I that. actually like that. That's the thing. <laughs> That's why I asked, because that yeah. is the most non-Aronofsky movie ever, but also at the same time, it is as stupid as his movies yeah. actually but are. It was also based on the Bible, so I was like okay with that for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. was like, it, it was... It was so big and ridiculous that I enjoyed it. I think. Yeah, yeah. That it's, was, dude, I, it's Russell Crowe fighting golems, like stone golems, wild. in it was biblical wild. times. And, like it's yeah. Like what the fuck? I really like, like. Like I am not religious, and but I really have find, been finding myself loving like messed up religious. Not so much like nuns and like you know priests and, and exorcisms, but like real just fucked up stories about like that come from the bible but told like like oh, uh, like the real uh, well sort of like uh what what was the the uh uh knock at the cabin door or whatever oh, yeah, kept yeah. and uh and beaten to death and and stuff like the, that the jewish movie that we saw in the theater uh, the yeah. oh man the the you offering the vigil the vigil the vigil yeah, that movie was like it's so like rare to actually creep me out a little bit now because like yes. I'm so jaded, and that movie actually creeped me out a bit. hundred yeah. percent, super, yeah. Creep. yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Sorry, I got sidetracked there and lost the list. Who's <laughs> the? Oh. Uh. All right. Um. Wait. Did Did Michael say what he was going to yeah. erase? Yeah. 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 Mother. Oh, yeah. Mother. Yeah. Mother. That's right. That's right. It started a whole tangent. Yeah. 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 It started yeah. a whole. Ar- he just he's erasing he's erasing Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. 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 That's fine. Like Ryan did with Rob Zombie. Yeah. 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 I erased. <laughs> I just erased yeah. Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Music and all. Uh, yeah. Are ghosts real? Yes. I love oh. that it was that quick. I yeah. love. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like intellectually no right. <laughs> emotionally yes sure i'm a straight That's a great no. answer i'm a straight no on that yeah i uh i um i'm the same way i went to and i, I told the story a lot but i went to loch ness a few years back and uh um and took a uh it's gorgeous you know and then took a boat ride on it and um um i don't like believe in the Loch Ness monster you know what I mean like there's like like but I looked for it the entire time like you know what I mean like, I wanted to be so wrong I, I, I live in the Pacific Northwest and the fact that I have never seen a Bigfoot is like the worst thing that's ever you know what I mean like so I just want to believe you know what I mean so, yeah. did you see there was like a tweet going around recently that they think like a new theory on Loch Ness is that it's a whale's penis it's a floating that's, whale dick. Apparently, that's what it looks like. Wow, that's amazing. It does. Amazing. It does look like that this I, whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my background's in 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 science, actually, and in statistics and and sort of logic and everything. And um, I, I wrote a book called Bigfoot Does Not Exist. That's like uh, uh, it's it's not really about Bigfoot. It's really about like the principles of like stats and science. Sure. But I I. In in that, I, I sort of talk a little bit about how, like, um, I really wish all these things, like, it, it's exciting to me, the idea that, like, Bigfoot exists. But if you look at it, it's like you have to actually look for evidence and evaluate the evidence and right. so on. And, and it just never works out. Like, as a kid, all I did was read those, like, Aliens books and those Time Life, like, Mysteries of the Unknown books. I never believed any of it. But I was, like, obsessed with, like, oh, the right. Bermuda Triangle, for like, sure. Atlantis. All <laughs> I'm like... I don't think this is this is true, but it's like I want it to be true. I want it so bad to be true, and so I want bad. to see evidence of it. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah it's, I, uh, i've always actually wanted, i would I like think, to read that book so we'll check it out yeah me too <laughs> um i uh uh I, I think I would like ghost horror more if if I, I thought there were actual ghosts. And I want there to be so bad, but like there would have to be rules at this point, like because they would just be filled. Like there it's just there would just be ghosts everywhere. And <laughs> like so I don't know who would get to stay. Like it and that's then you you're getting into a weird territory where you get to choose who which ghosts stay and that's not cool. as, so. as, a, as a skeptic though i gotta tell you i wish the ouija board was more exciting like <laughs> yeah, i want right. it to yeah. be cool yeah. like yeah. as a kid when it moved we all were like oh now it just yeah. does just yeah. doesn't <laughs> and i'm like you know what it would like and then i'll try to like ask differently and i'm like i don't even believe this like i like i like, <laughs> I, like I know this isn't like a real thing so then you're like i guess i just put the ouija board away yeah. or i'll put it on a shelf so i can be goth Every year, I, I threaten to go goth, um, gothska. Um, oh, that's what I need to go Don't into. you dare! All right, <laughs> Bram. Uh, and last one: uh, Midsummer or Hereditary? <laughs> um, Midsummer, but you chop off the first forty minutes. <laughs> open with oh. them. Open with them getting there. That's where it gets good. <laughs> I like the Ari suicides Aster, at the beginning. Ari Aster goes in my Aronofsky category where he thinks he's. I think he's. He's a. Uh, well, we uh, haven't seen the new one. I'm I haven't, haven't seen that. Yeah. I I think he's good. At, he's a good director and good at like you know the craft. The craft of it, but I think he's a very bad writer, and um, I don't think either movie works for me at all. Oh, you're gonna fucking hate Bo is Afraid then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. I like the ending of Hereditary where it was just like, yeah. oh, we're not going to have the girl. It's like, I don't know. It was like weird. And then like, the like and naked old people. I'm like, okay, but like, why is that scary? <laughs> you know? We are. We like naked old people. Like that shot with the tree post is really effective. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. I give him props for that. And I think there's, and I bring this up every time, the shot with her head on the side of the yeah. road. Yeah. And yeah. then and the ants. Ants on it for like, uh, like, uh, like just to like, uh, like yeah. just to make it work they like <laughs> it's the finest disrespect they're like we'll just put ants on it yeah. i mean i don't like i think that's uh yeah. I'm, I'm looking the rare like i like the end of hereditary i thought it was cool. uh, i like the head bashing the head bashing in midsummer is pretty <laughs> oh, yeah. great too the way they right. jump off the cliff and then oh, yeah. they smash yeah. their heads in that's ryan's favorite part surprise. pretty awesome <laughs> so, yeah i would i would actually go to like something like burning man if we were throwing old people <laughs> off cliffs you know what i mean but uh yeah. is, you know what i mean but yeah. otherwise i might choose that option someday yeah <laughs> <laughs> just get rid of the shitty old people just toss them off a cliff that's yeah. fine there's plenty of them have you looked at yeah. um anyways um excellent job on the sinister six y'all killed it of course and also by the way this is the first i think this is the first um true hot take that we've had on the last question like <laughs> seriously and i'm like i think I'm we've not, gotten i, I haven't think... seen them before uh, sure. yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we're here for the hot takes yeah. if you need to it. Love, yeah. it. love it i love it I do I love like it. The, the cinematography in Midsummer because I think yeah. like daytime horror is yeah. like really Super hard cool. to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, like it is really beautiful and well shot. Yeah. The craft that, is good. Yeah. He's a, he's good at crafting. So I don't want to I don't want to say like I feel like Ari Aster is better at the craft of filmmaking than Aronofsky is. So I I I don't throw him all the way under the bus. I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. sure. But, but look forward to his. his I, I'll watch his movie. You know, like Aronofsky, I probably just won't watch any more of his movies, but. 
Uh, Ari Aster, I'll probably go see all of it. I'll probably see Bo, uh, Bo is not afraid. not afraid or still afraid, whatever it is called. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I sort of expect I'm probably not going to, it's probably not going to really speak to me, but I'll, I'll watch it anyway. Cause I'm curious about what he's doing. I I'll tell I, you, uh, I think I'll Aster you can write characters. Sorry. Yeah. Just real quick on this, Michael, I think what's going to happen is I think you're going to watch it and I think you're going to appreciate it visually. And then by the time the three hour runtime is over, you're going to get up and you're going to break whatever is near you. <laughs> I, I do not like this new trend of movies being over two hours long. Fuck no, neither do I. Too much. The eggs, uh, it, if it, I don't know, Terrifier 2 pulled it off. Okay. Because that didn't feel like it was two and a half hours it long. It didn't. No. It was just brutal the whole time. But I agree. At basically, every time I'm running through, uh streaming if it's over 130 if it's 85 i'm gonna watch it no matter yeah. what it says <laughs> what it looks like i you know i've actually brought this up before uh, i'm a big fan of the novella i read a lot and i love a novella like i think it's like a like it's not a short story it's not a full-length novel i mean i love full-length novels and short stories but novellas like you know 100 125 pages fantastic they're like that second to third act is always clean that's always where things get lost is that, in that second to third act and like um so I think hour-long movies, fantastic. like are fantastic. Like bring well, them I, in. I, bring them in. Like let's. Why is an hour, hour, ten movies? I know that's kind of like what we get on, like you know, like on, um, you know, Black Mirror or something like that. But I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea to have like, like a shorter, shorter films. I don't know. I just, Post like, is a great example of it working. Yeah. Yep. When the movie's finished, the movie's finished. Yeah. It doesn't have to fucking be. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to stretch the time. Right. End zone two. Fucking yeah, an exactly. hour long. It didn't even. It didn't even need the last thirty minutes. <laughs> There's been a lot of speculation. What's on that last reel? <laughs> I, bet. I bet. It's just a sequel to like the Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah. Just like, just like we Yeah, we've had so many people be like, "Oh, did you shoot the last section of it?" And then like you know, <laughs> not included or like the movie is. It's done in 60 minutes. Like, <laughs> right, right. Doesn't, we don't need, One of the actors is convinced that she didn't die. Yeah. Anastasia, who, um, she gets bashed in with the football on the stairs, and yeah. she's like, there's no reason I died there. I can be the last 30 minutes. <laughs> like, it can be in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. All right. Um, it's recommendation time. What do you got this week, Jonas? Uh, okay, so I don't have any music this week because I've been listening to uh, a bunch of music that i've already recommended but um i'm gonna do some physical media recommendations uh the first one is a movie i'm happy i have in my collection now and i also uh let my friend borrow it to fuck their day up and uh it was uh ichi the killer mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite um particularly brutal um asian horror films um probably one of my favorites just because the acting is good the the it's just it's a very like it's a very awesome movie as far as like a brutal horror film goes from beginning to end um also want to uh showcase this one here this is the donnie darko arrow video set um which is really cool it's a 4k set it's got like a really cool um media book on the inside of it as well um super cool hard case um like when you guys were talking about doing the blu-ray thing that's right up my alley. I'm I collect home media now, so I'm uh, way into. Yeah, that. I'm gonna get one of those. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, as far as movies on streaming goes, um, honestly, they're like everything that's on streaming right now. As far as like stuff on Shutter goes and everything is stuff that we've already recommended, which is not a bad thing. Like, there's just a lot of awesome stuff on Shutter right now, and also, uh, Screenbox is really pulling out some cool shit. 
like they kind of uh terrifier kind of was the one that terrifier 2 was the one that kind of made people realize that Screenbox was even a thing and Screenbox is pretty awesome for about the same price as shutter if not a little bit less um so more horror support them both like absolutely pick up a Screenbox subscription they've got an app on all of the different things too and they um they do a lot of like really old school like hidden gem type movies too stuff that you would not even think would ever be on streaming so absolutely check them out as well is the app new the app is uh newish yeah it's pretty new it pretty much the app came out pretty much right when terrifier 2 came out of the theater circuit so right because it wasn't there was no app i I had to watch anyway it doesn't matter i'll check yeah yeah no it is good it's um no it's good to mention that because it is you can get it on like roku and um xbox and all sorts of stuff um xbox might be the yeah yeah and it's also it's a good service like you know they're putting it is they they really are putting together some cool stuff and also if i remember correctly it's now owned by bloody disgusting which is nice even fucking better because that's gonna help yeah yeah they they know their stuff so yeah um yeah that's my recommendations this time graham all right yeah um i just got well not all right so just music basically this this week uh uh lambrini girls uh your welcome ep uh it's uh a bunch of british women uh just uh celebrating queerness and calling out and destroying dickbag dudes with high yes. energy punk. Uh, it's it. fucking awesome. Uh, it, yeah. Um, and Kesha's new um, gag order is really good. Uh, oh, I, shit. I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan. She even gets into some like skinned type stuff on one of the songs. I really dug it. Um, and then for uh, you can watch on YouTube, go on YouTube and watch Meet Friend. <laughs> it's a oh, short. Yeah. And it was it was uh, nominated, so I decided to go watch some of the shorts. Mead Friend is fantastic. Go check it out. It's like five minutes, ten minutes, or something. It's awesome. Do you know? Do you know that we're involved with that? Did you know? I no. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? I, I did all the post. I did all the post on it, and uh, worked. With, Sophia was a cinematographer, and um, <laughs> holy we shit! Were, yeah. yeah. A, that's fucking rad. B, that shows how bad I am at research. Uh, <laughs> watching the credits. Yeah. But yeah, no, we were Jesus. we were heavily involved. We were we were the whole crew pretty much on that movie. So. That's yeah, amazing. amazing. In rules, yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, like a little girl hamburgers and meat or meat. Yeah. <laughs> a hamburger. Fucking fantastic. And it goes it's, Yeah, it's so good. That's a, that's awesome. That's hilarious. Um, well, cool. You got it. Is that it? Graham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Do you have anything else you want to suggest that they've done? No, why? I do like oh. when you watch. You watched five minutes of a movie and you're like, "That's enough." I, I'm not going to watch the credits. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I suggested this last week, but I'm going to suggest it again because I watched it again. Um, I'm going to suggest Blood. If you haven't yeah. seen Blood, um, it's it's made by Brad Anderson, and I didn't realize that that when i saw it because i didn't watch the credits and he also made like session nine and um which i think is just a, a like a really one of the best it's just a really fucking great movie um it actually made me like uh what's his name um cis miami guy um red hair he's, he's red hair that dude like i was like he's so rad in this and he's then of course movie with nick cage yeah um yeah i never remember his name and then somehow i slept on bloody hell 
Oh, and, yes. and and bloody hell was just so fantastic how did Fucking you all rules. let me get this far i watching? told you i also told you i suggested it two weeks in a row yeah. oh well that's I'm, true I'm, <laughs> I'm, i don't really listen when other people he doesn't do his research either. <laughs> um that, mo- that movie rules it's hard. that movie mm-hmm. yeah that movie rules too but if I, i'm gonna say i was really surprised by this i watched let the wrong one in and has everybody has everybody seen that? I haven't. So like I thought it was just gonna be like a really stupid like slapstick, like like just because of the name, but it's not. It's like actually like an Irish vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, Anthony Head Giles returns as a vampire slayer. Uh he's he doesn't go by Giles or anything, but like it's Anthony Head doing more vampire slaying, which I'm pro and it's an Irish movie and it's super fucking fun vampire flick. And it's like, it's super good. I think the name gave it like this, like you think it's going to be like another scary movie sort of, uh, sort of thing, but it's yeah, not like, it's not, it's, it's not like that at all. It's actually just okay, like, cool. I mean, it's a, it's a horror comedy, but it's not, I mean, a, it was in my queue because of that. Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was like that. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> but it's, uh, but it's actually really good. It's Irish. Um, and you know, I mean, supporting, you know, we have a lot of we got Irish listeners. We we love y'all. So uh, uh, yeah, please uh, please check out Let the Wrong One In. Like it's uh, I was actually kind of blown away by how like fun it, it was. I mean it's ridiculous and absurd, but like it's just a fun horror movie. So love it. So yeah, um, so check that out. And uh, just in uh, music, just listen to ska. Okay, <laughs> just just listen to ska. Anyways, um, all right, y'all take us out. Bye. Uh, I always just recommend The Devil's Reign because I love Shatner and <laughs> and like melting people. So, but, so good. Just yeah. remind me, and it's not like a new release, it's from the 70s, obviously. Right. No, it that's fine. reminded me of physical media, and I got to work on the new Arrow 4K release for Naked Lunch. So I oh, shot shit. the interview oh. with Peter Weller, and that just came out, and they included like an hour of the interview that I did. And oh, it wow. was really awesome. He talked about like everything from yes everything about the movie and his own life it just went on and on it's so good um so i recommend that i don't get any residuals on it so (laughs) but but but, promoting me but i'm saying it's good but do you but do you like getting up every day going like wow i'm super fucking cool like (laughs) like, i am doing cool shit like i I feel very lucky yes you're doing very cool shit i get to do cool stuff yeah that's so cool Uh, am I? Yeah, you're allowed to say uh, something. Um, I have to make the recommendations now. Um, we uh, had seen before, and we recently rewatched this movie called Anguish. Have you all seen the movie? Anguish? Oh yeah, I and um, I don't think so. Died, right? He just died. Yeah. yeah, Michael Lerner just died. Who is the kind of the star of Anguish? I don't want to say too much about it. Um, it's a very layered movie. Zelda Rubinstein, Michael Lerner, and um, it's like one of the most weird, fucked up movies i've ever seen so from 80 maybe 87 um and if you have the chance to see it in a movie theater because movie theaters play a role in it i think it it, it makes it a, yeah. a, a doubly insane experience but even if you're watching at home i think it's a really really awesome worthwhile movie and and i would definitely recommend checking it out for anyone who likes like especially weird horror and it's kind weird. of like surreal horror i think it's probably one of the one of the best uh you know kind of modern surreal horror movies it's so awesome sweet. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for coming. But you, you both are uh, wicked cool. Seriously. Um, like, um, like you throw out like, yeah, I wrote this book about the one of the questions we had. And then you're like, yeah, I was working on the 
on the Fangoria Awards and on the Arrow 4K <laughs> release. And I'm like, uh, I can't. Can, 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 can you get <laughs> can one? It's can so funny can, that you just randomly mentioned me. Yeah, can, can, can you all like, can, can I just like move in? <laughs> I'm not clean or anything, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. As long uh, as you can cuddle chihuahuas. Yeah, yeah totally. Totally. I got, I, I'm, I'm big time. Me now. and Ryan are both like human tempur pedic mattresses, so we can cuddle the shit <laughs> right. out of the dog. Right. They'll, they'll love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, thanks for joining us. And uh, thanks for, um, thanks everybody for listening in. Let's go down the, um, let's go down the things. The United States still in the first place. UK, you're killing it. You keep going up. UK, Canada, number three, which is, which is moving up. New Zealand. Still ahead of Australia. Australia, I mean, I love you. You know what I mean? But like, but but New Zealand's still ahead. I mean, I know, I know how you feel about that. Germany, I actually get like a thing. We're like, uh, we're high up on the Germany chart. So everybody listens to us in Germany and Sweden. Thank you so much for doing it. Turks and Caicos, India, a lot of listeners in India, Mexico. The fact that people are listening to me in Mexico, just just listen to us talk about this stuff, makes me my heart warm. Uh, love Mexico, Netherlands, France, Puerto Rico, Taiwan, Brazil, and Ireland. You guys are all the absolute best. Uh, thank you so much for everybody uh, globally uh, who listens to us. And uh, please take care of yourself. We have a Patreon. Please go out there. You can even just do one dollar appreciation Patreon. One dollar, and if uh, five hundred of you, one hundred, like if. You know, like a thousand of you, you, you wacky Germans, <laughs> just threw that one dollar, or or you know, a Deutsch franc or whatever it is, Deutschmark, Deutschmark, Deutschmark. If if you threw us all one Deutschmark, I don't even know how much that is. I'm just guessing. It's one. Um, we would be really, really stoked. Um, it's the most so, American thing ever. So I don't even know what how much your fucking currency is. It's just one. <laughs> such losers. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Graham, read off the army of the goddamn. Let's get out of here. I got it right here. It's Jason Daniels, Jake Jolly, Ron Canaba, Kristen Pearl, Manny Velasquez, Coleman Rosenberg, Drew Muldowney, Stephanie Gurley, Katie Wyking, Chris Fortune, Alan Graham, Bacon Bits the Cat, Angela, and Jasmine Pettit. It's just the best ever. Thank you all so much for taking part in what we do here. Um, be back again next week-ish. You know, I mean, when we do this. And um, thank you all for what you do. Uh, please take care of yourself. We all need to do this together. Um, if you're struggling, please, uh, um, you can always reach out to us. We'll we will respond on our social media. And uh, or please just get yourself to get, get yourself the help you need and stay ahead of it. And please take care of yourself because we need you around. So thank you all so much for being here and uh, start some fires and break some glass. Thank you.